Yo, what's going on, everybody? I'm not going to go through the same intro. Y'all already know who this is. This is episode 36, so by now, hopefully you got a pretty decent idea of who this is. You know what? Yeah. Let's go back to it. Shaman Iron, a.k.a. Flo Rogan, a.k.a. Mario Flopez, and episode 36. Australian girls are hot. I mean, that's not the exact title, but it's something like that. I don't have it in front of me. I'm doing this on uh, Monday morning, 1240, November 15th. Today is supposed to come out. If you hear me, I'm a little tired. Freaking had the emergency department. Well, I guess it would be yesterday. It wasn't a bad day, but it was an active day. So your man, Iron Man, is a little bit a little bit tired, but very, very inspired and very motivated and very grateful. I had a very dope guest on. This episode, I am May from Australia. She showed me something. You know, she showed me one thing. This is a girl. She has a nice established career, both in her professional field, which you guys will see in the episode, and in her, how do I say this? I don't want to say her hobby because that's not her hobby. In her musical side. You know, this is a girl that has a woman, excuse me, that is established and she still took her time from across the world to come on my show and talk to me and that means a lot to me you know there are people who i've known for a while who i can't get on the show which is fine you know i don't i don't hold grudges against anybody but it's it's a little disappointing with some of you but i will also counter that with more people agree to come on the show or ask me to be on the show, then not. It's a time thing for me, but every one of you will absolutely be on this show. And I want to thank you guys for that. So, you know, also, before I even get to the episode, I want to shout out my motherfucking former Patriot, former Panther, now Panther again, Cam, number one, Auburn University, Former MVP, Newton, going back to Carolina, scoring two touchdowns. Yo, if there isn't a better motivator out there than Cam Newton, you see that man in the huddle. His teammates love him. They just fucking hate him because he's, and I'm going to say this, he's a black dude with fucking swag. And I hate that word, but with that man, it applies. Win or lose, he got the dumbest hat on. Out there. And when I say dumb hat, I mean by general standards. My man be rocking a 10-gallon hat and killing it. Because that's the type of swagger that we have. And when I say we, we know what we talking about. Or what I'm talking about. So shout out to Cam Newton. Shout out to the Panthers. I have a new NFC team. Listen, I'm a Patriots fan. I'm a pre-Brady Patriots fan. Which means, football, I'm good for the rest of my life. I can be an Arizona Cardinals fan tomorrow. Or I can go for them. I'm a Patriots fan till I die. And if you know me, I don't sway on my teams. My teams are my teams. I'm a White Sox fan. I'm a Penguins fan. For y'all that don't know, there is a black dude from the Bronx that likes hockey. But not only am I a Penguins fan, I'm a Patriots fan. And you already know, black and red room comes from 
my love of my Portland Trailblazers. That is my number one, two, three. I would trade in every single championship from every team that I've ever seen except one from the White Sox. Cause that's the only one I've seen. I've seen Penguins and Patriots win multiple for Portland to win one. That's where the black and red room comes from. Everything in my house is black and red. My future car that I got to get next summer will be black and red. Trust and believe. So people that try to come to me and talk shit about the Patriots. This is a long intro, but that's fine. People that want to come and talk shit to me about football, especially Giants fans. I tried to show y'all respect for a while, but y'all got out of pocket. I've seen more championships than you dudes. I've seen playoff appearances since y'all beat us. We're over it. Trust me. Especially the real fans, not the 2010 fan. With that said, shout out to Cam Newton. Very motivating, man. And I'm a Panthers fan, man. I want the Panthers to win a championship this year. Okay. That's enough. UG. What's good, everybody? It is your favorite MC slash favorite RT slash favorite American heartthrob. And I'm here with Australia's favorite heartthrob, one of my old crushes. I'm, I'm throwing dirt out immediately. One of my old crushes, but one of the most talented, smarted, smarted, smartest, clearly more intelligent than me. <laughs> intelligent than me. It's been a long day, people. I'm here with, I know you as somebody else, but tell everybody your name. Give me your, your whole just who are you? Hey, my name is IMA, and I'm an artist from Australia. That's all the way, literally on the other side of the world, 600 hours away. And mm-hmm. she's out there doing it big. So how are you today? It's super bright. We're doing this on Zoom. I'm not putting this up video-wise, but I'm looking at her. She looks bright. She's lovely. I'm obviously tag her, very attractive. But this lady has so many fucking layers, man. Like, she's going to... I bet you throw people off all the time when you start, when they start getting to know you, right? That's very kind of you to say. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, no, I'm sure you do. Like, when we first met, I, I met um, I met you about, what was that, five years ago? That was a while ago. And yeah, about that. And if I'm not mistaken, you were here for school. Um, I don't know what the program was, but you were here for school, getting a year, um, some medical training going on. And um, mm-hmm. the first, I remember the first thing you said to me actually when we met. I don't know if you remember when I met you. It was late at night. Um, you know, we were chilling out, and I was kind of passed out in my car. I came to pick you up, and I was passed out. And you know, I, my visual memory is crazy. And when you got in, you said, "Hey, what's up?" And then you immediately started talking about music. You know, and we've talked about that before, but you started talking about music, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because you know, I did my little rap thing. You know, I wasn't as serious as you were as it's at the music stuff, but you seemed super into it. So like. What about music? What, was you coming to America more about the music or you coming as this was my way to get to America through school to get in touch with the music stuff? Yeah, that that's what it was, the latter. I was in medical school and I was doing like a year of research, which allowed me to go to New York and live there. And I was doing HIV, hepatitis C research. Um, but, oh yeah, no, it's pretty random. But honestly, like I wanted to come to New York to just dabble in music and just yeah. explore that part of life which i would never really tried before it was always just a hobby and something fun you know back in australia cover songs and stuff like right. it was i was just open to to everything yeah so what triggered the interest like in music like what was the 
because I'm sure I'm going to ask you the most basic, you know, because yeah, yeah, I've yeah. never interviewed here. My people don't know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning things mm-hmm. from you. So I'm going to ask you the, the the generic, you know, interview questions at first. And then we're going to get into some other shit. But like what triggered your interest in music? Was it American music? Like what was it that brought you to the art form? Um, I mean, I've always loved music, you know, or who doesn't, I guess, like since I was a kid and as a, as a kid, I would sing a lot and then I got really shy and then never sang again. Mm. And, um, I used to, I don't know, sing by myself when I was, yeah, like later in life studying in medical school and I just would have some nights, you know, as cliche as it sounds thinking, I know my life is great. I have all these awesome friends. I'm going to be a doctor in a few years. And yet, you know, I just don't feel like super content with my life and like there's something missing and yeah. I couldn't put my finger on it, but I'd always have that feeling within myself. Like there was something missing. And when I did music, it made me feel so happy and present and forget about those feelings. And I just thought, you know what, maybe I should pursue something like that because nothing else really has got to me like music has in that way. So, you know, and it kind of started from that. Yeah. So many people have that, that feeling too. Like for me, it's more therapeutic. Like I'm sure if I push Mm -hmm. it, I can be some type of career rapper, but it's more therapy for me. And for me growing up, kind of the same thing. Like I never actually really wanted to be an MC. That's a, to me, the music industry, I don't want no part to that shit. Like it's, it's, (laughs) it seems awful. And I'm going to ask you about some of your experiences, you know, with what you've done. Cause you know, you've, you've made a nice name for yourself. Like I've, done a little bit of research on you and you know you grinded Thanks. yourself out yo this lady went through medical school and was cutting albums what are you doing today like that's my question <laughs> real talk so when you got here what was it like like what was the biggest difference between australia and new york when you got here strictly from just coming here like not even music wise like what was your first hour like yeah oh it was insane it's just a completely different world it felt like a different planet i mean i'm from a small town in australia but i was just not expecting i mean you can never expect something like new york it's just so many people just different cultures just so busy fast pace um everyone looked like they had somewhere to go and didn't give a shit about what what you were doing (laughs) um cutthroat but also amazing and just (laughs) yeah because like i'm from here so i don't i don't see the difference so it's like i see it the other way when it's Mm. slow when i go to some you know i don't want to say back worst town but like some smaller town i don't see it you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm here, yeah. so I don't know. I've never, I didn't see the Statue of Liberty. I've lived in New York my whole life. I didn't see that shit in person until like six years ago. So I just believed yeah, it because right. TV said so, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. <laughs> like, what, yeah. what do you mean cutthroat? Just like, you got to be prepared to look after yourself and just carry yourself and no one's no one cares about you out there you're alone and you gotta just (laughs) you gotta just grind yourself and build Uh, your own empire and there is no one out there who gives a shit what you're doing i mean really like let's be honest no one really apart from your family and stuff and friends but like and even new york was was just a huge reminder yeah i mean that kind of puts you in a grind mode though too right because you don't have that you, Mm. you know you know you don't have that support like you should and i see that with like the hip hop scene in new york like a lot of the underground MCs and it could be mainstream, but I'm, I don't dabble in that world. The support isn't like it should be. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're on, if I get on, I'm putting anybody on, like vice versa. And there's a couple people like that, but everybody's out for self. Everybody's like, I got to get to the top first because other people are trying to get there too. Yeah, it's competitive. So it's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, yeah. kind of sharp as but a sword, it, though. It pushes you though. Exactly. Yeah, it pushes you to just be like as good as you can be, and no bullshit. Like you just got to get on it all, get off it, 
Um, exactly. So did your yeah. did your parents know you was trying to get into music, or was they trying to push <laughs> you to be a physician? Like, how does how does that intersect? Yeah, they were pushing. Uh, the no one had any idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one had any idea I was doing. I mean, I didn't even know myself hardly what I was doing with music. I would have just been so happy just doing a couple cover songs in a bar. Mm. That was honestly my 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 end goal. Like, I didn't care. I just was open to everything. And it was in the f- first few weeks where I started meeting music people. I think because I put myself out there. And I was so open to everything that yeah. I had no nothing kind of skewing my mind or blocking my way because I, w- I would just go wherever I would, you know, the wind would take me. <laughs> I'd just go so wherever I ended up. Any, you didn't have any fear? Like you would just jump on the stage if they allowed you to? Yeah, no. Well, yeah. I, oh, I did have fear. Like I was still a shy performer. I didn't have much, ex- I didn't have really any experience. Right. Um, but I just wanted it. I really wanted to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that just kind of pushed you. Do you remember your first ever time on stage in New York? Uh, yeah, yeah. Where was I? Oh, oh my gosh. I never, in Harlem. Mm. Oh, I've forgotten the name of the bar. That shit is nerve wracking, though. No? I'm in my first stage. It's, it's a little scary. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I've forgotten the name of it. Um, it's, right. it's in Harlem. It was cool. Most likely was that really shit cool. ain't even, most likely that shit ain't even open anymore. Everything out there. Really? Yeah, the pandemic oh, hit really hard. You know, I remember my first yeah. time out there. It's been a thing that I've had since I was in school. Like, if I had to go up, I don't get nervous in front of people. It's odd, but my body language won't tell you that. So if I would go up there and, like, read in front of the class, I would hold a paper and my hands would be shaking where you would hear the paper, like, shaking. I don't know why I wouldn't get nervous. I was so worried about holding a microphone <laughs> and I'm shaking on the mic that people might see it. And then, you know, you got to yeah. have confidence up there. If you look scared, they're going to eat you alive up there, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think... I was scared. Like, I remember my knee was wobbling. I remember this Shit. distinctly. <laughs> Yo. And I was shaking them with the mic. And yet people were fine. I think, okay. I don't know, people just seemed like just just kind of welcoming. Um, I was the only foreigner there, except for me and my friend, okay. I think. And I was just, I didn't care what anyone thought. It was just about me elevating myself and doing something that I hadn't done. And that was, that was the importance for me. That's that fire. was all it was, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. fire. Do you remember how you felt when you got off stage that first time? Yeah, I was just so proud of myself for, for putting myself out there mm-hmm. um, and relieved that I had done it and just thought, well, it's only up from here. Exactly. You know? And, you know, and then it's scary because you're up there alone. Like, you fuck up. That's on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's not somebody else dropped the ball. Like, that's on you. And now you got to either finish the set or you run off the stage and regret that forever, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, good. but you just got to try or you'll never know. Right. You got to take your L's. Have you ever bombed? I love asking people that perform that question. Have you ever just fucked up? Um, not really, which is surprising because I get so nervous in the lead up to it sometimes. Just Still? the anticipation, I think. Um, You know, funnily enough, not not really now, but like I played a festival a couple of weeks ago and it was more the anticipation of the event because once you're up there it really does just leave you i mean maybe the first song i was a bit nervous but then after that you're like oh this is sweet this is what i do this is what i love like this is this is what i what i want to do and it just kind of disappears i saw the pictures man and i saw some of the videos and i was like yo (laughs) look at this like this one of my dreams like i saw a picture i forgot who the rapper was but this was like i was just starting respiratory school my first fucking day and it I think it was Action Bronson, and he took a picture, and it was of him, and it was of his back, but he was facing the crowd, and the crowd was going crazy. 
and he had the mic up and I said, God damn, I just want that one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the biggest crowd <laughs> yeah. I ever rocked was like 75 people, maybe a hundred people. Like that seemed like it was like a pretty decent festival for you. you know? It was fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was my first festival I played at and I just oh, want to yeah? do it every weekend now. I'm like an addict. <laughs> do that shit. Yeah. Yo. Oh my God. Man. Yeah. Then I can come out one well, day if I ever get the heart to fly out there. Just fucking seven <laughs> yeah, feet. do it. Yo, that's a long flight. That's that's that's. It is a long flight. That's a whole day. It's a, it's an entire. Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. I will say yeah. I do want to go to Australia because I see y'all got some some the woman over there are fucking really pretty. <laughs> I knew Christ. you'd say that. What's of with that? You know. It's just you've know. just been seeing too many celebrities like Margot Robbie and. Um, She's from Thor. there. I didn't even know she was from there. <laughs> Thor. Yeah. Thor. Just good-looking people. <laughs> no, you're right, Margot Robbie. Let's stick to her. <laughs> she she's from she's Australia. From really? Yeah. Oh, mm. I didn't know that. There you go. You didn't even know. Mm, see, so it wasn't even. Oh, damn, she's pretty. <laughs> I always get in an argument with my friends. Her, um, what's the Wonder Woman girl? Gal Gal Gadot. Oh yeah. Oh, that's tough. She's gorgeous. No, and you know what? No, I'm, I'm picking Margot thirty out of thirty times. Like. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the thing. They did like a fake uh, We Are the World where a bunch of celebrities were singing during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. It, it was awful. Know. She was singing. It was like the <laughs> most shallow shit of like I'm making. So I don't want to talk about her. You know, that's not nice. She might. My what I'm saying here reflects only my opinion, not my guest opinion, just in case she might work with her one day. But like, for <laughs> me, I don't know. I was like, nah, I'll take Margot Robbie. You got Jim Wolfie, you know, Jim Wolfie. No, nah, who's that? She was like the original, like I won't say the original, but she was one of the biggest people to kind of promote like OnlyFans. And she started on right. she started on Instagram. And I think she was I, I, I read this somewhere, I could be wrong, but I think initially she was making something like ninety thousand American dollars like a month just off of, <laughs> just off of like, only she fans. Had, she had a run. Wow. Yeah, she was making money. Wow. She's from Perth. Is that what it's called? Perth? Perch? Yeah, Perth. Yeah. Perth, Perth, yeah. I'm going there. I want to visit. We'll see what's out there. How far are you, how far are you <laughs> from Perth? I th- oh, like a good flight. It's like the other side of the country. I'm the east east coast and Perth's the other side. Oh, Lord. So, wait. <laughs> All right. So, to fly from... So, I know Sydney, right? There's Cranberry, Cranberra. That's Sydney, the east. Sorry. Sydney. Canberra. 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 Yeah, yeah. Everything's mainly on the east. Really? So, who's on the west coast? That's fucked up. Just like nothing. <laughs> no, no, I lie. <laughs> Western Australia, so it's Perth. Um, yeah, WA. It's, it's beautiful. I haven't yeah. actually been there myself, but I've seen lots of photos of um, coastline and the beaches and stuff. It's a bit smaller and okay. the capital cities are other side, yeah. So I'm shifting completely because I also don't know anything about Australia. Like, does it seem like, do you feel like isolated out there because you're in the cities and then around you there's like, like really yeah. not that much, right? It's just a big old island with a lot of desert and space and some beautiful beaches and coastline and forests and rainforests. But like a lot, the vast of Australia is vast majority is like desert, (laughs) unlivable areas. Yeah. That's a big waste of space. I'm surprised nobody's figured it out yet because they didn't, they didn't took all, America has nothing left. There's nowhere left to like, because we got deserts too and people try to live out there and they figure it out, you know? gets so yeah i mean i don't I, I don't know about the climates in comparison but it gets so so hot oh, out there in australia like know. hectic hectic yeah i mean i hear y'all have be having like like animals in the house and shit like, I, I don't, I don't yeah know. i don't know why america americans seem so just 
<laughs> so brought up about that, like having, yeah, I just, I guess, because I grew up as well in like a tropical rainforest. So yeah. I'm used to that, um, having bugs and snakes and shit on the, on the kitchen table. You know, Wait, whoa, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. Oh. No, 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 no. See, I can deal with a <laughs> yeah. bug. A bug, I can live with, but if a snake on a fucking table. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. I was in high school and um, I, went, I went to sit down and, I don't know, do my homework or something. My mom's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what? She's like, watch out. There is a black snake around the chair that I was just about to sit on. <sighs> she made me like chop its head off with a knife, but I didn't want to do it. So she did it because it's going to eat my cat. Your mother chopped the snake's head off with a knife? Well, she's like, go get a knife and kill it because it's going to eat the cat. It's like, oh, well, all right. But also I hate killing animals. And I was like 15 um, and I got a shit, shitty little knife. And mom's like, really? Come on. I'll do it then. So she did it. Um, I think also just because it was like a dangerous one, we didn't want it to eat my cat legit or like bite us. So she she just went in. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> it's like a little steak knife. <laughs> oh my God. And did what with the body? The fucking cat, man. I think. What do you mean? Cat, like, I don't know. This yeah, whole... yeah. The cat was like hissing at it. And <laughs> yo, the whole... I was about to sit on it. Oh my god, yo! The whole idea. My biggest issue was like, is there a mouse walking around in the house? And they're pretty useful. They're, they're harmless. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, yeah. No spiders and stuff. Yeah. yeah, y'all got them big spiders that look like like shoe boxes, right? Um, I haven't seen ones as big as shoe boxes. Oh wait, up! No, the golden orms get really big, like dinner plates. The golden um, orms, but they're chill. Yeah, but they're chill. They just hang out in the backyard. Like if you leave them alone, they they'll leave you alone. But they usually eat like. Sometimes they eat birds and stuff, I think, like bigger animals. They're, um, co- they're called golden arms, like you got from Wu-Tang. Gold, golden cool. orbs. Oh, I'll be oh. Yes. oh that's not as cool. I thought it like golden arms. Like there's a Wu-Tang <laughs> golden arms. Oh, no, no. No, I'm good. Not that cool. So when you saw the rats <laughs> over here that, that are like the size of guinea pigs, that didn't, that didn't do anything to you? That was pretty gross, though, like because they were so domesticated. They were just around the train stations. and This rat <laughs> cr- crawled over our feet. Yeah, it was over like half its body. Yeah, it was missing half its body. It was like gnarly ass. Wait, what the fuck? Damn. It was missing half his body. I don't know. It was just running around with half his body missing. Yo. It was fucked up. Yo. Like, is this like some New York, this hectic it must be. species? It must be, yo. Yeah. So when you came to the music industry on this side, like, how was it like for you to try to, because I've heard horror stories, you know, like, especially as a woman, to try to get mm. in the industry. Everybody is, um, like, your pussy's your power unfortunately you know what i'm saying like how many times <laughs> mm. did you i'm not gonna ask you if you ever used it to get ahead but how many times did you see yeah if i kind of flirt a little bit pull half a titty out like i might get a little bit more reaction from whoever it is that i'm dealing with or did you ever just kind of just walk in the situation and it was just like yeah she's it she's dope let's get it um i guess like yeah i mean i saw that kind of stuff but i didn't want to be a part of it yeah um and i was only in new york for a year so that's I don't it? know. I just I wanted to, yeah, just like 12, 12 months or so, 12, 14 months. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it didn't really cross my mind. It wasn't really in my radar. I just wanted to develop my own skills and, yeah. you know, meet who I could and network with who I could, but like not be an idiot and make, you know, regret things. Yeah, I've seen, um, that, I've seen dudes use that, you know, and they, they have no power, but they're cool with the artists, you know, that is established. And then these chicks end up sucking their dick in the bathroom and then they never get heard from again, you know? And I mean, you know, it seems to kind of be the ecosystem and I don't, I, you know, as big of a whore as I was at one point in life, I don't want no part of that fucking industry, man. 
Yeah, like you can you can make gains and you know without all that shit, you don't have yeah. to go down that road or that path. Like your your gift from God is enough, you know. Like just rely on that and you'll get there. That's hard I mean, though because you got yeah. the girl like you. You're attractive. You have talent, but the other girl is attractive, has talent, and she'll fuck you in the bathroom. She'll fuck you in the car to get to the next level. And it seems like it's, I, I kind of see that in a lot of industries. Like I'm not a woman, so I never try to say I understand, but like, I think your sexuality could be an advantage, but it's also like a, it's, it's fucked up because I don't know. I, I'm trying not to paint myself in a corner. Like I'm just saying you guys are just fucking people like that, but it's fucked up because it's like, I see the little industry experience that I do have, even modeling is like, and that's one time where I felt as a man, I saw other men were trying to get me to give them some type of sexual attention for me to get ahead. And I'm like, fuck out of here, family. Like, I don't want it that bad. <laughs> you know, so it's like, mm. it almost seems like it's like a rite of passage in that industry. And that's why, like, I'm kind of like iffy about music, entertainment in general, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, you have to live with yourself at the end of the day. And right. like, for some people integrity is so important for others not so much but like that's your own choice and for me it is important so fuck it i'll get i'll get around with other ways you know? fuck it. i hear that yo so nightlife in fuck new york it. how was that for you because i know you was having a good time. <laughs> that was interesting you was <laughs> yeah i was out too much <laughs> you was having a yeah good time. it was crazy like being i didn't realize just the whole culture over there being a female just you get everything for free it's like club entry and drinks and even transport and food yeah it's all just given to you on a platter it's insane mm-hmm. in australia not like that so what not is it all. like there? so because i feel like that that's like pretty privilege right and i feel like even mm-hmm. like average girls can kind of go into a club or a bar with five dollars and leave their fed fucked up and sent on an uber home <laughs> I go there yeah. with five dollars. Ain't nobody gonna fuck with me. Nobody gonna talk with me. Like I'm, you know. Yeah, it's hard being a dude in New York. I'll tell you what. Tell me about it, yo. And I feel like that kind of breeds like certain women that just have a, um, like they almost expect this, you know. And mm. I mean, good for you. What's the best night you had? Tell me. In terms of oh, you know, that's such a hard shit. question. I don't know. There the so very, many? very first. There were so many. The very, very first <laughs> night. I went out, was with my friend Ria, and we didn't understand this whole promoter culture. Yeah. We didn't even, we were so naive. Like, we just thought, oh, this guy just wants to hang out with us. Oh, he's getting us in for free. Oh, there's other girls in a circle around this table, and he's giving us a bottle of vodka. Oh, this is cool. What a nice, what a nice guy. Oh, We had no idea how the whole fucked up system worked. That's So, I was like, oh, yeah, I need to make the most of this, you know, free drink situation. I'm going to go around to every single table and, and grab a drink. And make sure that, like, you know, I get my whole night's worth because this won't happen again for sure. Grab a, grab a drink, like just grab a well, drink. Like, table? Just from the, yeah, like from the bottle at each table. I just help myself. What you know, the, the whole club? You're bugging. And then <laughs> no, yeah, and then I was so fucked up. I like fell off the chair, and then and nobody anyway, said nothing as you was mess. going to. No one no. said shit. Not not. You see, um, ladies, this is the bullshit that I, I say. Imagine me. I'm a six-two <laughs> black dude walking around random tables drinking out of bottles. I'd have been kicked out that club before I even reached table two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I'm like a six foot almost. I mean, I was, you know, <laughs> this random foreigner bumping. Yeah, around. but see, you're a yeah. six foot attractive woman with blonde hair. Like you're good. You can go <laughs> almost six you foot. Want. Five eleven. <laughs> yeah. Same same shit. It's it all the most. Well, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, those heaps of club experiences that were just like, what the hell? 
It's one time I, this chick bumped into me and I, I got a bit mad because I thought, what the hell? I turned around. It was Rihanna. No and way. then Rita Ora. It's oh, like, shit, oh, okay. I like Rita. Why you get Rita my number, son? Yeah, she I, was cool. Um, I like Rita. Yeah, and then Wiz Khalifa rocked up, started DJing, and we just thought, oh, this is such like a New York thing. Like, you wouldn't yeah. see this in Australia. Um, and meanwhile, just free drinks, free entry, free food. Just, yeah, just, I mean, just that a whole alone. other world. That alone, the names you just dropped, I bumped into Rihanna and Rita Ora. That is supreme, like, pretty privilege. I've never run into anybody in the club that I didn't always know <laughs> going in there. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in a regular section with the broke dudes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I'm in, the, I'm in there with the 120,000 and under group. You know what I'm saying? If I go somewhere. Hey, um, I was so broke, you know. But, yeah, I, I, I know what you mean. It's, uh, it's different when you're a female. It is. Yeah. I mean, you know, to each his own. Like, I... Me, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, if you can go and take advantage of that, take advantage of that, but just kind of own it, you know, know that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because there are women out here that will try to front, oh, no, I went up there because, you know, they just want to get to know me. I'm pretty sure they, that's not the case. Not at all. Yeah, it's yeah. not like that in Australia. So do you find women in Australia maybe take more accountability for certain things or so given what you saw over here and you see how like people are taking care of women, you know, attractive women or average up women are kind of taken care of over here. Um, is it the same in Australia? Like if you go to a club, are you expecting to go there with no money and to leave fucked up? Maybe with a professional. I don't know what your professional sport over there. I'm going to be ignorant and say football, right? You know, play soccer. All right, cool. You really yeah. like the professional <laughs> football player. Um, is it expected? In Australia, or you go on a date and the guy kind of pays for everything and takes care of everything, or is there a different culture over there? Mm. No, no, I wouldn't expect it. I would never come out to a club here and bring no money or not prepare to buy my own drinks. Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't go out to dinner expecting the guy to pay for me. Like, I'd be happy to go halves. Um, some women wouldn't be, some some women would rather pay for themselves. Like it really depends on pay the for themselves? person. Holy shit. I mean, is that a common thing? And you literally <laughs> just caught me off guard. Like, and I'm not just saying that women here don't do it. Like I'm <laughs> going on dates with women that said I'll pay for my own. You know, I went on mm. a date with a girl and she's like, the second date I got it. And I was like, nah, she said, No, I got it. But you just said they're gonna pay for it. Like that's that that kind of threw me off. I mean, I don't know. I haven't been on heaps and heaps of dates, but I think it is, yeah, it's a little, like, it's a little less expected. Women probably aren't, yeah, we're not, maybe not treated the same as in New York. Um, mm. The whole culture of, like, the guy paying for everything and it's not really uh, as apparent here. Like, wow. that was a real, like, whoa, what's happening when I was over there? I just thought, oh, guys just want to pay for everything. If they take you out on a date, it's kind of expected. Um, whereas here, like, I would probably prepare to pay for my own meal. Definitely my own drinks. Um, and if they pay for me, that's really nice. If not, whatever. Wow. But. that's I, I would feel almost like for me, like I've decided at this point in life, I put in an episode, I'll cap my dates at like 50, 50 bucks. I'm not going past that for the first date. Anything after that, if we vibed in whatever it is, what it is. But it kind of is like I saw something. It was, um, it was like, a, you know, Instagram makes these fake conversations. And the guy, the, the thing said, the dude wrote a text to the girl and says, you know, I'm really interested in you. If you go on a first date, I suggest we go half. I'll pay for the tip. You know, I'll pay whatever there, whatever parking, whatever. And if we vibe the second date, I'll pay for everything. And I was looking at the comments and women were like, yo, I would never fuck with a dude like that. Like, if he can't afford to take me out, then fuck him. And my mind is like, it's not about 
me not having the money to do it. It's about, are you worth me putting that investment in you? I don't know that, you know? And here it's almost like expected for the dude to kind of just pay off. Even if you make more money than me, it's like, well, you're paying. I didn't know it wasn't like that. I thought it was just like that everywhere that, you know, that is more like a modern country, you know? Mm, no, no, it's different. You got to get out of America. <laughs> it's different everywhere. <laughs> We're so myopic here. Like this comedian said one time, he said, ask any American to name the president of a, or prime minister yeah. of another country. I have no idea. <laughs> I've I know, heard this one. Right. I know Trudeau. That's all I know. I don't know who your guy is or lady is. I have no, I have oh, no idea. Don't worry about our guy. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Same um, no, oh, we won't go into that. But um, yeah, yeah, like I think I did notice that when I was in America that um, it can seem like America's the whole world a little bit. Yeah. Um, I just noticed that a, a lot of Americans hadn't really traveled outside of America, which was surprising because Australians are super keen travelers, you know, with, I feel like you guys have to be, no? Yeah, maybe because we're on an island and we were mm. isolated. We're like, we need to get the hell out of here every now and then. Um, right. But it's our culture too. Like we love, well, generally we love traveling. And whenever I go overseas, I freaking always bump into all these Aussies. It's just oh, like, really? It's, yeah, it's kind of annoying, but also great fun. because They're always having a good time. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> and feel like. Australians are notoriously loose. Loose? So, what do you mean? Like just, um, just always, you know, drinking, having fun, just. Yeah. That's just our culture as well. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's cool. Like, I kind of feel like Americans don't really leave as much because if you think about it, <clears throat> within the fifty states, we have everything. Like we have every different climate. We have every different. We have every different kind. Not every, but we have a lot. Like you have deserts. You got beaches. You got tropical. You got cold. You got mountains. You got whatever. Plains. You got yeah, islands. But we is have it all of that? Yeah. I get that. Is it just about the landscapes though? Because you've really you you've got certain cultures in your country, but like the world is so different to America. Like Trendy. the rest of the world is so different. Like Australians are so different. Um, I think it's, I think it's good to experience other countries just, and I, I love, I love the U S I would move yeah. back in a heartbeat. Um, but like, I think it's important still to experience the rest of the world. You know, I agree as I, as I go out more, cause you know, we have coaches like the Bronx is different from Brooklyn and Brooklyn is a 25 minute drive from there. You know, so we have our own cultures and I'm sure it's the same where you are. Like we have our own cultures within New York is completely different from Boston. Boston is completely different from mm. Detroit, you know. So I don't know. I guess we're kind of myopic because we have so many different like melting pot is an actual pretty accurate term for here. You know, mm. so I guess maybe that's why a lot of people don't feel the need to leave. And then America does a really good job of kind of pushing that superior complex into us. Like, you know, every other country is, you know, I don't say beneath us, but like, they're not America, you know? And then the reality, yeah, I, got, I got shitty. that vibe. Right. In reality, we're kind of shitty in a lot of categories. You know, <laughs> you guys do have a lot. And I mean, like, we're so tiny, our population compared to yours, and we yeah. don't have all the various cultures within our country. Um, like, we're all like, most of us, obviously the, our indigenous people but like you know a lot of us are just from convicts from yeah. from england you know Crazy. and we're a baby compared to you guys yeah yeah i mean you know we'll see i want to go to australia definitely so you want to come over here where do you want to move don't you told me california why <laughs> you know, the, the, well i the, lived in new york now i'm thinking cali why cali why not like atlanta or something like that yo the ground moves and it catches on fire in california people don't even understand dude i'm from australia like we know about this shit it's the same shit happens to us all the time it's like your ground catches on fire yeah did you see the fires at the end of 2019 right before australia no the whole country almost was on fire what kind of shit everywhere like 
it was some hectic shit. I don't know what it was, but it was it was messed up and like bad. And then everyone forgot about it because COVID hit. But yeah, yeah, COVID you know, fucked all, up all that. Animals died and people lost their homes. Oh. People died. It was fucked up. Oh yeah, I did see that picture. It was like the whole like beach line was just like. I mean, that's oh, it was so much. Yes, so much space was on fire, and um, it's interesting because a lot of the artists, musicians, and creatives got together to you know support and raise funds Dope. during that tough time. And then when COVID came around, we didn't. I mean, the music industry just got smashed, and our government yeah. didn't really step up to support us. And it's right. just like, well, what the hell? So I'm I'm so, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna go through that in steps. So when it came to the fires, what did you do? Like, what do you? How do you plan for that? And I'm assuming you're working in the hospitals at this point, so not like you can just flee or something like that. Right? Yeah, I, I was working on my music, and um, well, what, what did I do personally? I yeah, mean, I all, helped. All like, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was part of some fundraisers and stuff. Um, but then other artists, bigger artists, more established artists put together like shows and yeah. that's sort of to raise funds um, for the bushfire services and firefighters and animal rescues and you know like wow. on a personal level we could donate to animals shelters right. and stuff and fireys that's amazing and just spread awareness that shit is mm. the only thing that happened in new york is we occasionally get some snow you know you might get a bad rainstorm <laughs> yeah. like, that's why i don't want to leave here you're like you got rats but that's that's cool you know what I'm saying? they're not cool but like <laughs> yeah. i can live with that the ground doesn't catch on fucking fire in New York City, though. <laughs> yeah, you know? true, true. So how do you put on yeah. a show when it comes to that? Like, did it hit the major cities like that? Or was it more like in kind of like the outskirts? Um, I'm not exactly sure where, but it was close to. And there was a time there where the major cities had heaps of just smoke. Wow. Um, that caused a lot of issues for, you know, like asthmatics and people of course. just with, with any respiratory issues. Yeah, it was pretty bad for a while there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it was close. You know, I was at the time I was working in um, Victoria, so like near Melbourne, and I was around that kind of smoky area because it was like a couple hours into the more regional rural areas, and right. I had to go. You know, I was driving to to work one day, and I had to go another way because the roads were blocked from all the fires in the hills. Oh, and I just thought, wow. But but my like my area where I'm from didn't get yeah because i was living in the city at the time in queensland yeah. so that was okay but yeah it was it was a big deal it was it was a big deal i think everyone just forgot about it because of covid but it was right. bad because yeah, covid came right mm. after and y'all locked the fuck up like y'all wasn't oh, there, right? still still <laughs> locked the fuck up really yeah. but you, well, you can leave it, yeah. though right can you leave i think uh i think double vaccinated people can leave australia now i haven't kept up with everything um but yeah <laughs> Double vaccinated? What do you mean, like booster shot? Double dose. Sorry, yeah. Oh, okay, got you. Double jabbed. Yeah, yeah, had two. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, everything yeah. kind of shut down here, and I would think, you know, an island. You guys are kind of out of way of everything. That must have been really, really, really fucking hard and like, crazy. Mm, yeah, I feel feel really terrible for Victoria because that state's just been like locked down for so long. The longest lockdown in the world is Victoria, wow. Melbourne. Oh, it's still locked down. Yeah, I think I think it ends in a week or two. Thank oh, goodness, thank but um, just so so intense. Um, yeah, and such a tough time, and like the music industry just has just been crushed. The live industry, you know, like all so many industries, but like obviously right. I speak about the music one because I'm of in course, it. But that's what just about. yeah, and I mean everyone, everyone's been struggling. It's been a hard time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully things are looking up. They are looking up. They'll get better. Do your artists in Australia like? Is there like a sense of pride where you promote your guys more than you would promote, like, say, an outside artist? 
do you have that kind of level of artist there or do you think that's something that you want to see more of you might be the first or maybe another one in that long line of great Australian artists that just kind of rep the country like that mm, I mean yeah we have our industry that supports Australian artists and also yeah. US artists we have you know Triple J's our main um, radio station here and okay. plays a lot of Aussie artists and a lot of international artists as well that's dope it's kind of a bit of everything yeah what's the hip hop scene there it's pretty good you know, that's, um, my, that's my wheelhouse. Can I go out there and find yeah, somebody yeah, to yeah, rap yeah. with? Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you know about Aussie hip hop? That started ages ago. I actually like don't. Years I ago. actually don't know much about it. No, that's fair. It's Australian hip hop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean that in like every Australian knows about it, but maybe not right. every you know US you know course, American again, probably doesn't. We're myopic as fuck. You know, yeah, so, like, but it doesn't mean it's not great and amazing. There's some really really cool Australian hip hop artists. Um, and it's changing and morphing now. Like the sounds, obviously, are different to what they were ten years ago. Of course. Um, I, f- I feel like a lot of it is getting to be quite American sounding now. I mean, you know, Kid Leroy, he's Australian. Kid Leroy, I'm looking. Um, is it sounding more like trappy kind of hip hop, or is it like the drill shit in, in Europe, in England, or is it like that old school boom mm, New York hip hop that I like? Like, what is the what who the like? Like the hip hop Australian artists there. now. Yeah, like what is the wave? Oh, it's just it's with? mixed. Um, there's some coming out of New Zealand. Um, there's UK influences, but yeah, there's a lot of US influences, and then I'm just like combining them all as well. That's kind of um, that's kind of. I'm about to look at. Oh shit, yeah, New Zealand's yeah. like right there, right? Isn't that like your neighbor? Yeah, it's just across. They're like our. Yeah, cool. I can't say little brother because they hate us, but no, they're See, like the little that was gonna be beautiful my question. country down the road. Is there like a little, <laughs> yeah. is there like a little competition between you? Apparently they don't like Australians, <laughs> so I found out the other yeah. day. But no, I, I love New Zealand. I love all New Zealanders. It's such a beautiful part of the world. My yeah. gosh, it's so stunning. That was such a dope mm-hmm. comment right there. That was like a line doesn't. You know, I'm not going to equate. Let me not say that. But it's like yeah, the little brother doesn't like us. But I don't even notice <laughs> it. Like that's. You, yeah, I said yeah, that. Yeah. I said that. You just said that. I said that. That's you how I interpreted it. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not here to cause no trouble. So at the end of it, I'm not going to keep you too long because it's late over and I'm tired of shit. But I'm just curious. Like, I would love to have you on just for other stuff because I got a thousand questions. Usually I try yeah. to research and have a list of things that I want to go through. But this was really just us talking. So there's a lot of shit that I didn't get to ask. Yeah, no worries. But what are you working on? What do you have? Plug your music. Plug whatever you're doing. And when you come to New York, not California, fuck all that shit, man. Come <laughs> to New York, you know. Yeah. We got all right. Um. I did just put out a song a few weeks ago, ago called MF File Y stands for Motherfucker I Love You. I love you. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love you, motherfucker. Yeah. And I'm working on a new track as we speak, new video. And yeah, I think next year will be like hopefully more action for the music industry and sure. just uh, for personal stuff, just getting more stuff out there. And sure. Um, but I want to come back to New York really badly. So good, you said it. You yeah. didn't say California. Yeah, I do. I hold you to that shit. Don't play. Ah, I want to go there too. We'll go to both. Nah, college <laughs> cool. College cool. It's just like I said, the ground moves and catches on fire. But you, you, you just you're from, you're from the East Coast. Is there like you just hate yeah. Cali? Clearly, no. I don't. I don't. Hate, I actually had a good time when I went to LA. I was in traffic all the fucking time. But like, I had a like I swear like forty five minutes to go downstairs. Like. LA's is different, but I had a good yeah. time. I didn't realize things closed at two o'clock in the morning, though. That kind of threw me off. Really? Yeah, exactly. See, when I went down there, what some, clubs? Yeah, everything that's like city sanctioned or whatever. They have like after parties, which are actually really fun. And I've seen, I saw some wild shit in them parties, but um, 
when I got <laughs> down there, I touched down and my boys from here live out there and my boy Arthur lives out there. So I get down, I get to, um, I'm staying with my cousin, but my cousin's not home. So, you know, I'm just in the house or whatever. And I'm telling my boy, all right, cool. I'll meet you at the club like one o'clock. And he's like, nah, everything here closes at two o'clock. I'm like, everything takes 45 minutes to get to. But if you go to like the after party joints, those, those you're going to see some wild shit. Like I saw. Yeah, I bet. So but I never saw that much cocaine and fucking pills. And I saw I saw something I wish I never saw that was. There's a lot going on in a certain bathroom that, you know, <laughs> I hope prefer not Imagine. to on. Yeah, yo, and the way that whole thing went down was wild, but I'm like, this must be how it is out mm-hmm. here. Nobody else flinched but me. I'm like, this shit is crazy. Damn. But it's fun. I, I will say Hollywood was a little disappointing. It's it's a lot of homeless people. And this is before. Yeah, I've heard that. COVID hit. The whole place yeah, smelled like know. urine. You know, again, I'm not trying to shit oh, on LA, but where I was at, at least that block I parked my car on, the, the whole shit smelled like urine. I had a good time in LA though. The food was pretty good. Women are cute, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, no, nah, I'll be heading there for sure. I reckon that's something. San Diego out <laughs> here is pretty fire though. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like two hours down south. So yeah, so gotta check out Texas as well. Texas is popping, yo. Austin, <laughs> Austin is fucking crazy. I've never been there. I'm talking like I've been there, but like I was thinking of taking like a travel job there before COVID hit, like just taking the summit down there. The music, the music shit out there, you'll definitely go out. You'll have a great time out there music-wise. It's like the mm. music capital of, like, the country. So, go. I mean, cool. bring, 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 bring who we talked about before we all put the camera on. You know, like, <laughs> My girl. Of course, yo. My um, Aussie girl. I'll bring them all. <laughs> I can't handle that. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so yo, it is your man Iron. Thank you so much, Miss. We'll definitely touch on later later. And I'm gonna tag you, tag your Instagram. I don't know if you have TikTok. I don't know shit about TikTok. TikTok, take everything I put up, TikToks put TikTok puts down. So fuck them. Really? But hmm. yeah, they hate me. I have so much blank spots, but you know, I'll put all of that up on the description and you know, support your own man. And she's part of the Iron Emperor Black and Red Room family. So Please definitely support her. She's dope. She's talented. She's smart. And she might save your life one day. And then sing to you after. <laughs> All right? Hopefully. Peace. Thanks Later. for having me. Uh, thanks for coming on. This was overdue. And I'll be better prepared next time. All right. Sounds good. Later. <laughs> See ya.